Alright, so we are back with another episode of Thinking Hat, uh, season 2. This is the second episode. And uh, this is kind of a special episode because we have uh, Shoshini with us. Uh, and then Shoshini has agreed to be our co-host going forward. So uh, we thought this will be a good episode where we can uh, sort of uh, get to know Shoshini. Uh, because she'll be, um, I guess, interviewing um, different people that we have on the show going forward with me. Um, so, um, yeah, so um, as for the topic of discussion today, uh, we thought that we will talk about um, academic writing. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a pretty interesting topic, um, also a bit, uh, I guess, controversial. controversial yeah. um, it depends on how you look at it. Um, so I thought, yeah, so for this week's episode, we'll, we'll start there. Um, so yeah, academic writing, uh, now personally, um, okay, obviously as with any topic, it has its um, advantages yeah. and uh, flaws or disadvantages, right? Um, so um, what do you, uh, do you think that in your personal opinion at the moment that the um, uh, advantages kind of like outweigh the flaws or the flaws outweigh the advantages or like does this kind of border on like you know like um, freedom of I don't know freedom of uh, not uh, expression but freedom of uh, having being able to you know like engage in whatever business or whatever freelance activity that a person wants to engage yeah, in yeah. and then um, um, also like uh, obviously in terms if you look at it in the terms of a particular university or um, you know like school or whatever the institution is yeah. uh, for them obviously that will be a problem I guess um, yeah from the uh, institute perspective yes yeah. but wha wha okay let's start there so like why why exactly is it a problem for the university like um so you, it depends on how you look at it yeah. right and uh, my opinion might be a bit controversial to most of y'all yeah because uh, so uh, for example let's say let's assume that mm. i am an academic writer mm. right so what i expect is to as i what i offer is a service as yeah. a writing service yeah so there are two main reasons i would look at at how people why people outsource their assignments mainly one the biggest uh, reason that i see is because uh, time limitations time limitations and the priorities oh. that they have most of the people oh. who are uh, outsourcing are about 30s hmm. they do not have the time to sit and write mm -hmm. right even though they have the knowledge even though they have uh, the expertise uh, they don't have time to like you know sit and write and the other thing that I have noticed is that most of them do not know the style of academic writing it's mm. not just another blog another post another article or any oh. as such so there's a style of writing you know like you have to reference you have to uh, research about certain things and then you know a mix of um, uh, both so the amount of times that a person would or like a particular class would outsource their assignments does that depend on what level of education it is for example do you think more people outsource do you think there are more MBAs being outsourced like MBA subjects being outsourced than like when it comes to like um, what you call a degree right yeah. um, so do you think there's there's a bit of a uh, 
increase in numbers they are like do you think like people who do mbas are most likely to outsource stuff because like they more are they the undergrads. more than the undergrads yeah true 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 yeah. because i mean they usually are the ones who are busy you know in like either exactly. with work yeah, or yeah 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 work commitments um, and the families and stuff yeah, yeah. and um, like in my experience i think most of the people who usually uh, do mbas um, I, i don't know if it's if most is the right word to use but i think like uh, a good majority of them like haven't uh, had any qualifications prior to the mba right so they decide uh, with their work experience uh, they go yeah right, right? Yeah. with their work experience they straight away jump into the mba and then like um, which is yeah, fine which is true. fine yeah, you know they do have yeah, enough yeah, experience yeah. so i think they yeah. um, i mean all about them more yeah, about yeah. them for like you know like um, deciding to do a mba at that age and at that critical point of their life maybe mm-hmm. um so like obviously since they are like of a certain age and uh, um they have a certain experience when it comes to work i think uh, uh, obviously like you said they are pretty busy with their work right yeah, yeah. and they don't have any other option but to outsource uh, yeah. the assignments that they get for yes. the mba program yes um so um what why why exactly do you think would the institution um be against them outsourcing this well, how does it affect the particular institute or yeah so institute wise and also uh, in general uh they do it's it's obvious like that like, they don't like like for example undergrads i do not recommend or i do not encourage or i do not like yeah, you know, yeah. um uh Uh, suggest them to outsource mm. their work at all because it's like simple that they, those are the basic stuff that they learn yes, right yes. but a person who comes to a, an mba like mm. you said straight mm. away mm. does not have the experience or the the doesn't know how to yes. do that uh, academic style of writing mm. but why institutes are against is obviously because uh, because of because they also do n- will never learn to how to write academically yeah which is bad mm-hmm. and uh, second thing is that at some point you your brain also you know like uh, adapts certain ways of writing and you you become more creative more uh, more argumentative mm-hmm. sort of uh, mm-hmm. in a uh, when you are like developing the theories and you know applying the theories and likewise likewise mm-hmm. so it's in a so from the institute perspective from lecturers perspective it's really um fair and it is of course uh, should be against uh, the no like i was asking you um let's say a particular mba program has um, uh, a particular class of a mba program at institute has let's say 40 people mm-hmm. and they all uh, you know graduate they all get through the mba right and um, so they all qualified but then when it comes to the um when it comes to their let's say um personalities not not personalities that's not the right word the the way they conduct themselves in their individual offices mm-hmm. let's say it's like absolutely horrible right yeah do you think uh and 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 let's say okay when it comes to like a particular instance where they have to use their business knowledge or theoretical knowledge they don't still they, they don't know shit right so yeah. does that become a problem then for the particular university or like institute or do you think that's not really a concern or i mean because i'm trying to figure out what what their main concern is like for uh, being against uh, outsourcing uh, yeah, assignments yeah 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 true 
so uh, according to my uh, experience or rather my opinion i don't think there's a direct impact of like um for the behavior <coughs> but of course um what you learn in the uh, so i don't know exactly for mba's perspective yeah, because yeah. Uh, from undergrad's perspective you are being trained for the three continuous years yeah. two years full time mm. which you are like they are like sort of mentoring and you know like uh, preparing you for the that corporate world right but an mba is like one year and then you are mostly uh, busy with the theories and the whatever the you know mm. like the general stuff so but mba is much more advanced of mm. course but then uh, it's more of like you know uh, not as much practical as an undergrad uh, uh, bachelor mm. studies or uh, likewise so in that case i don't think there's a direct impact towards um, an uh, individual's behavior mm. but uh, also nothing nothing offensive but i have experienced there is a difference of mm. a person who has uh study like uh, done uh further studies and um, have not done you know like there's a the bit, assignments a bit, yes not assignments but okay. studies ah, in okay, general okay 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 so yeah. yeah no my what i was trying to uh, say was basically like um when it comes to the theoretical part of uh, the assignments uh, the, not really uh, i don't think so yeah no, no no what i meant was like okay let's say okay you have an mba you graduated yeah. from a particular institute yeah. right and then you get this chance to uh, um show off your theoretical knowledge on a particular uh, you know business related uh, yeah, task yeah. at your office right yeah. but then when it comes to actually applying it you don't know shit yeah, right yeah, true, so true. Um, i don't think there's a direct impact towards the right no one's going to ask yeah, you okay yeah. where did you like okay they might but then still they're not like, going to go exactly. to the particular yeah, university and say okay you know like uh, you know this guy graduated from your place yeah. like what the hell have you taught him right <laughs> yeah um so that like of I course have, i have met a lot of my friends like even like i'm sure that you you also have experienced this like when you have a degree or something mm-hmm. when you have started working for but like maybe one, two three years you still don't know where you are applying your theories into right so yeah. you just, like most of us are like you know the degree is just a background like you know a qualification True. but which we don't really apply into our work uh, mm. work life it's just like a True. step or something i agree completely yeah yeah i mean I mean I personally know so many people who do not have a single paper qualification for their name yeah. who are you know CEOs and exactly. you know um, yeah, yeah, yeah. people in uh, people in high positions and you know different people like that yeah. <laughs> let me stop distracting <laughs> use examples b c g what Wow. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 No, yes, I, I don't know what the hell that is. I'm sure we did that. I'm sure Dumi taught us that for a particular assignment, but then I don't know what the hell that is. Yeah, you go and write something. Yeah. What the hell? You do. Yeah. Okay. Thank God. Okay. So um, yeah, you can bring that up whenever you feel like. I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> Sounds like some sort of medical exam to be like, you know, like. I know that. Yeah, that is. Yeah. <laughs> like a colonoscopy or something. <laughs> anyway, uh, so um, yeah, so it's very, it's, it's like too different. Actually, for example, like when I uh, was working in my first first year at mm. a particular company, uh, only one person, yeah. including me and my yeah, yeah yeah there were only two people for the whole uh, 12 group of 
in the team mm. had a qualification sort of you know mm. everybody has like climbed through the experience and stuff yeah. and we were wondering what the, why the hell that we like just wasted three years at college yeah. and like we don't have the experience but they mm. do have the experience and yeah. not qualification so it's, it's actually a matter mm. of like you know how expert you are in a particular I think it's one of those things that are changing with the times right because yeah. I mean our parents and if our grandparents if you look at them right yeah. they it was a must for them to have that paper qualification yeah, yeah. to join a particular industry guess, or yeah, like yeah. even a company right yeah, yeah, sure. but then like um, if you look at today like apply to all the industries and all the companies like yeah, yeah. nowadays it's mostly yeah. like the experience true true so uh, if you look at like some of the top uh, you know companies like um, google or uh, what's what's elon's company not not spacex um, tesla or whatever right um, elon musk what's the thing the the you know uh, paypal so paypal paypal or whatever so basically for any of elon musk's companies like basically what he has said was like when he um, interviews a particular person mm. he doesn't really give to hoots about the, the paper qualifications he just wants to know that this particular yeah. person uh, can excel at the particular task yeah, and that yeah. he has enough experience and expertise to deliver yeah. The simply just deliver yeah, right yeah. simple as that and i think that's another philosophy uh, that i mean the same philosophy is followed by google as well yeah right so um, so yeah i but think can it's you, so i'm not an it expert yeah. but can you apply the same towards an it uh, professional i'm not an it expert either but um, okay so yeah apparently okay. you can yeah we have been told that you can okay <laughs> um, but then <laughs> like if if you are an engineer or like uh, it doesn't matter so the thing is whatever field that you are in mm. if you are if you are passionate about what you do and you can learn without having paper qualifications it doesn't matter yeah. if it's it or marketing or whatever yeah i mean even if it's like a highly technical uh, yeah. job um, something that involves like um, a lot of training generally let's say yeah. still if you had you know learn it by yourself yeah. if you are a self learner and yeah. then if you are self taught mm. um and you excel at the particular task i mean why wouldn't anyone hire you right yeah, yeah sure because at the end of the day uh, uh, all that matters is if you can get a certain you task done yeah, sure. efficiently or not yeah, right yeah, sure. so um yeah do you feel like the paper qualifications uh, are the, the importance of paper qualifications such as an mba or a bachelor's degree or whatever it is is slowly depreciating do you feel like that's slowly going away because um i might be wrong to say this but i feel like um that indeed this is what's happening sorry i said neutral ah okay we have been told sir, that uh, oh yeah okay okay so we have been told that isaac newton sir isaac newton never went to school i don't know if they had schools back then probably they did um but also uh, edison never went to school as well Uh, Edison. Don't, don't go into what do you mean? Why? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do uh, do me apparently hates Edison for some reason. I which means he probably likes Tesla. I guess. I don't ever like Tesla. Tesla is the truth. So yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> cool. Cool. Uh, anyway, <laughs> coming back to topic. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, there were so many geniuses, like you said, and so many people who excelled in their particular uh, fields who did not have any schooling or. you know like uh, who who were basically self taught right yeah, yeah yeah so um do you in your personal opinion do you think like uh, the importance of paper qualifications are deteriorating because i feel like they are um 
or do you think it's like a 50-50 or like where is it headed like okay let's say like in another 10 years where do you see the importance of having an mba or a bachelor's degree i know there is an argument mm. between like having an paper qualifications is not that important with the 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 caliber of that person you know compared yeah. to the caliber of the person yeah. or the personality of the mm. person but uh, i do not see it being you know i don't i don't see it be uh, getting declined or okay. depreciating or any as such but mm. um, yeah i don't see it <coughs> going down but then what we just talked about is basically i mean isn't there like a isn't uh, there like a pattern of basically like so employing more people who are i mean like what i see is i see a pattern of uh, people in management employing people uh, i'm i mean completely on, you must be right because yeah. i am coming from a sort of like a i what i have seen is like mm-hmm. people just you know just um, just just they just want a paper qualification but okay, okay, i okay, i know a okay. lot of people who just wants a qualification just mm. for the sake of having it so but you might be right <laughs> so so you're saying basically it's not going to happen anytime soon even if it is going to happen because what i'm saying is this the truth people still want that you know like just uh, just have a mba even like for example okay, okay. the truth like okay 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 people just okay. want to have a qualification just for the sake of uh, like okay, having okay, it okay. but you must be completely right from the company's perspective <laughs> they are not must be they must be not like uh, after qualifications no no my my point was not necessarily whether it's needed or not yeah, yeah, yeah. my uh, question was basically whether that is where companies and like you know industries are headed like yeah, okay yeah, say exactly, okay yeah. compared I to that, yeah, because yeah, there is a slight pattern so yeah, far because yeah. if you do like i like i said if you look at our grandparents or parents yeah, yeah. right it was a must for them to have yeah, that yeah, qualification yeah, but it's not for us yeah. right um so how will it be for the coming generations and you know will they not need any paper qualification what so it's, it's for the millennials do they how do you like um sort of the, that's tricky for the millennials i think um well uh i think it's 50-50 at the moment 50/50. right uh, so uh, there are people because like now in my that person it's a very hard segment to like predict about exactly right millennials <laughs> are tricky so for them they I, i see there's a certain group of millennials who uh are very interested in um uh, let's say uh, the said qualifications and there's another group who do not care about that and who just straight away you know straight yeah, out of school yeah, they go exactly. into you know getting that work experience yeah. in a particular field and it yeah. depends on the field as well yeah. right um because there are certain jobs obviously where you don't need a paper yeah. qualification yeah, to yeah. excel at it yeah, yeah. um um certain things Unless like i don't know you have to uh, obtain a certificate or license or something like that yeah, yeah, just yeah. must to uh, be yeah, a profession yeah. but then yeah exactly um so uh, yeah i mean uh, for millennials i think at the moment like you said it's very hard to predict the millennials yeah, um but it's a 50/50 in in the way i see it yeah. um like you see the the growth of the freelancers mm. and self employed people exactly. that that is growing exactly. super fast right yeah. so, so no in no case, yeah yeah i think so they are more of like being technical experts and like you know they come with mm. the experience and i don't think they are focused at all with uh, yeah so like if you look at certain uh, freelance platforms mm. uh, no one's going to ask a particular freelancer exactly. if they do have yeah, a paper yeah, qualification yeah, on a particular let's say let's say graphic designers or Video, copywriters yeah, or yeah, yeah. video editors whatever it is right yeah, all these different freelance tasks true. right 
no one's gonna like the person who gets the job done from you is not gonna question whether you have the paper qualifications they're not even gonna even if they do ask for it like you can always lie it's not like you have to send them like a scan of your yeah, certificate yeah, right exactly. um so um yeah. it's it's very hard to say i, I feel like um uh with with globalization and like all these new jobs coming into the scene right like i mean there are all sorts of odd jobs out there right now yeah. right um, for example okay let me let me give you a very um, i very recently google like the top 15 uh, weirdest jobs in the world right okay. and then number one was something called snake milker What? right snake yeah so milker. snake milker so basically the person a snake milker's job is to draw out the venom from the snake oh. and then maybe sell it or something like that Okay. Right, so a snake milk. Snake meat, or the venom is for. No, the venom is probably used for medicine, medicine. or okay. maybe used for some other. Okay. You okay. God only yes. knows, right? Okay. So snake milk is one of the. Um, really? I wish I could Google this right now. <laughs> hey, pull this up, will you? Just, okay. just Google. Ah, uh, give me. No, 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 I don't have the internet. Ah, what? No, just, just no. I can get Josh into it. Just uh, type. Uh, weirdest jobs in the world or something like that just um wow. so so my point was obviously for a for the job of a snake milker you don't need i don't think there wow, are wow they have there. snake milker salary on the top of the google ah, search nice nice <laughs> did you google snake milker yeah oh you know no just google uh, weirdest jobs in the world or something like that um, the most weird jobs in the world are something is so full time netflix viewer wow so my point is basically uh, i wish i could have that <laughs> I, i actually had that job wow what <laughs> yeah, no. at my at my free, previous place i had that really? job really yeah uh, and do what okay so uh, yeah i'll get to that video so um, okay Number ten. Uh, so this is a top ten list of uh, the ten weirdest jobs in the world, right? Yeah. So number ten is professional sleeper. Uh, a, a hotel in Finland hired a member of staff as a professional sleeper to test the comfort of their beds. Okay, I think I have um, that. And then number nine is drying paint watcher. I think that's self-explanatory. Uh, so I'm not gonna get into that. Full-time Netflix viewer. Again. Uh, speaks for itself train pusher <laughs> train pusher i'm pretty sure this involves machinery i guess oh I, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, that's so crazy okay that's like a okay uh, no 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 okay it says some people in japan are hired to help cram as many people onto a train as possible by pushing them from the outside until the doors close up it's not what we thought it was <laughs> It's basically get people inside a train. <laughs> That's actually a job. Oh my god! Okay. Wow. Uh, okay. Number six, professional mourner. I'm sure this is for sex or pornography or whatever Woman. it is. Funerals. What? Funerals. Professional mourner. Oh yeah, professional mourner. Ah okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Lumi is right. I was wrong. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, dude. I'm sure there are professional mourners used for like I'm movie. Sure like, okay. For the podcast, say for movie. Okay. Child friendly. Our podcast, <laughs> our podcast is not child friendly. We literally click not child friendly on YouTube when you upload a video. Anyway, um, so okay. 
it is a tradition in southeast asia that a loud funeral will assist the dead yeah like in like in gambo right yeah as they travel to the afterlife Cut so that. <laughs> so professional mourners are hired to cry and weep loudly throughout the service ah okay then we come to number 5 just snake milker uh, the job of a snake milker is to collect the venom of a poisonous snake in jars for use in anti venom and other medication okay cool and uh, number 4 is dog food taste again that speaks for itself <laughs> number 3 is interesting order judge in order judge yeah wait so basically it's to sniff the armpits of other people oh my uh, god it's so gross <laughs> in in order to test the effectiveness of new products order judges are hired to smell the volunteers breath feet and armpits uh they make sure that judgment is accurate <laughs> the members of staff have their sense of smell tested monthly oh my gosh <laughs> okay there's okay number 2 is marmite test that's cool i mean that's that's what i would um and number 1 I, i let's read this because i don't get this for the life of me uh, it's called scuba diving pizza delivery man from this island to that island for sure yeah uh see um but in, let's see in in the fact that there's an underwater hotel in Flo- okay there's apparently an underwater hotel in florida okay so i don't suppose all these 10 uh, jobs for example need pep qualifications but i'm sure they get paid like a shitload yeah, of money right yeah, 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 <laughs> um so these are like a weird um, yeah. list of jobs but then i'm sure there are like less weird jobs out there for example uh, so since you asked me um so i i used to work uh, for a video on demand company okay. right uh, which is very similar to netflix netflix i flex i flex yeah so it's very similar to the format of netflix so uh, my job there was to basically manage the um, we had a department um, called localization mm-hmm. so i was basically in charge of localization which meant i had to uh, manage the team of subtitlers there as well okay um so like in order to localize the content um i had to basically watch all the content that we have on iflix um to make sure it was localized properly basically localized as in like it was subtitled properly in sinhala oh, okay, right okay, so okay. sometimes i didn't even watch the subtitles i just used to watch the stuff that was there on iflix right yeah, yeah. actually i never did <laughs> because okay. what i did was i went through the subtitle files separately and randomly and i knew the the proficiency of my subtitlers so i didn't really have to worry too much okay. about them making mistakes because yeah. we had like a process that was given to them like early on to see to like go go over their scripts like two three times to check for accuracy and mistakes and things like that so i didn't really have to worry about it so my job was mostly spent uh, watching movies and tv shows um, nice. on iflix and on okay. netflix and whatever it and was subtitle in, in yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So uh, that was um, Is it still there in Sri Lanka. Um no, uh, let's not get into that. Okay. Uh, do we, <laughs> do we uh, Yeah, yeah. So Oh, I see. <laughs> right. No, it it's still there, but we don't have a physical office. Oh, okay. And uh, it's um it's still in operation like um okay. because we I think so it was in Bamba somewhere, right? Before? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Um so um Yeah, uh, the the physical office isn't there anymore. It's not. Uh, okay. I think it's being managed by the head office in Malaysia. Oh, okay. Um, so um, 
like for for example for the subtitlers that i had in my team um they didn't exactly have any prior um, experience or obviously there aren't any paper qualifications for the subtitling mm. as far as i know um so uh, yeah i mean they didn't need any require any paper qualifications or actually in this case this is like one of those rare occasions where they didn't need both they didn't require the paper qualifications or the expertise Experience, okay, in subtitling yeah. before because it's yeah. pretty straightforward job yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um all i had to make sure was that they knew both languages and they they could translate well right so uh, most of them i think like 99% of them didn't have prior experience when it came to subtitling yeah. so um yeah with so now for example now uh, just to uh, uh, highlight on how rare the subtitling job is for sri lanka especially right so when i had to decide the salaries of the subtitlers in my team there was no reference point locally like okay. there are jobs like um um script so writers pretty much a virtual and a more of like a virtual job right doesn't need really a physical office and as such um office got to be present to be office. to be quite honest it is a virtual job we had like a lot of freelancers as well okay. but um uh for some reason which i don't remember at the moment uh, we had like an in-house subtitling team as well okay um because um it was a it was kind of a full time job, job for well. those yeah, um, yeah, yeah. in order to um, the targets and stuff like yeah in order to yeah. the targets basically um so like what i was saying was like when i was trying to decide the salaries for the subtitlers there was no reference point locally so i had to look at um, script writers editors and like mm-hmm. these similar job roles that were out there uh to decide on their salary okay. um so um see for sri lanka that it it um, it it, oc- it occurred to me that it was a very new job for sri lanka right yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, literally there was not a single a bit of sub- fancy job as well like you know yeah, anybody yeah. would like love to do yeah. that yeah right and a lot of people didn't have any idea as to what it was yeah and um because a lot of people were I think the main issue there was a lot of people were used to doing it on a freelance basis. Oh, yeah, like yeah. you see these movies going on all these different TV channels yeah, yeah. and they they are subtitling single right but all of those people are not in-house subtitlers obviously they just hire them for the particular project right yeah. or the movie yeah. in this case. Um so yeah there was never a um proper job role for a in-house subtitler. So um I had to like um, really do my research and like uh, kind of um, match other similar job roles to derive that salary yeah. for them um so my point there being basically it's it's again one of those really new jobs that are like you know coming into the yeah, scene yeah yeah, yeah sure. right um so like um, sri lanka is still you know like um, getting there but then like if you do look at um, usa or like yeah. other european countries there are so yeah. many you know diverse and versatile jobs out there yeah. that you can basically pick from right yeah, yeah. um so um and they pay well as well mm. so um we with 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 all these new jobs coming into the scene i feel like um, uh people um you know like um, the generations to come have so many options to select from they don't have to you know be um, a doctor or lawyer yeah, anymore yeah, yeah, exactly. right um they can they finally have the freedom to follow their passion or yeah, whatever it is yeah. right um <laughs> i'm not saying that doctors and lawyers i mean yeah, yeah, uh, like yeah, uh, all all yeah. being forced to do that but yeah. then 
um good for you yeah, if you are a doctor or lawyer i'm just saying <laughs> not hating on you um, but um, no i mean for me personally it's something that following your passion and yeah, do what like do. um yeah. so coming back to the topic yeah. like the academic writing mm. to uh, whether it has a direct impact on your performance at work right yeah. so um interestingly i did a res- bit of research on this uh, outsourcing hmm. academic writing yeah. or rather somebody else hmm. is writing your assignments for you apparently hmm. in kenya and um, in uh, nigeria and hmm. all these uh, um, countries india yeah india pakistan nigeria and kenya hmm. are the the biggest contributor for this okay so apparently they have a huge uh, customer base mm-hmm. from uk Australia and US yeah. who are outsourcing their assignments to these people. Okay, to the Kenyan nationals. Yeah, Kenya, yeah. So, okay. so they are doing at a very good rate and very good writing it seems. Okay, okay, okay. So it's huh. a bit of a hidden industry and now Sri Lanka I also see that a lot yeah. of people and a lot mm. of uh, like it's not famous but yeah. then you know it's like a hidden industry but yes. a lucrative industry. Is it illegal? It's not illegal yeah. but it's I would say not ethical. Yeah, it's yeah. not ethical. Yeah. Okay. It's not illegal though. So it's not like selling weed. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. At least not yet. <laughs> At least not yet. <laughs> um, cool. Just oh wanted to get that clarified. <laughs> um, so it's it There was an article recently um uh, some girl um not an article there was some uh post that was circulating on social media okay. where couple of people were speaking out against all these people all these uh, different um, businesses where they outsource assignments yeah, 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 yeah. um so that's that's when um that's that's um, is this hr post that you're talking about i'm not HR? sure okay. maybe 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 okay, it is that okay okay um, what what was the hr post i just saw some post being uh, circulating among Was it a was it a Sri Lankan post? Why do you look so so? He looks so linked to it. <laughs> you do you know what the post was? There was a HR post. It was circulating among people about that discriminating a particular. I think it's or something. Hmm. I, I cut this name, please. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, that mm. that particular company, somebody was. Um, uh going against i think i still have that uh, link ah, okay okay i mean yeah because apparently it was very funny this mm. person has so some hr profession has uh outsourced this assignment to this mm. company called right like don't put the name okay. so what what, what do you mean hr so, so some high high some high caliber like you know okay. like professional ah, okay 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 HR okay from a very good company okay. has outsourced sure, sure. assignment to sure. this company sure this particular company or you know it's not obviously mm. a company but you know like a freelancer or somebody yeah yeah i assume must have been a kid mm-hmm. because he has taken he or she has taken screenshots of the customer without mm-hmm. the name mm-hmm. and uploaded on their page on okay. their writing service page yeah. uh, men- uh, saying that this hr not Not yeah, yeah, disclosing not, the person, yes. but you know, like this professional HR person outsourced <laughs> my outsourced assignment to us, uh-huh. and somebody like obviously it's not like an ethical practice to yeah. like you know like boast about, sure, right? Sure. And somebody else has like you know shared saying that how how unethical it is to like you know like an HR profession is also like outsourcing, mm. and how can you like even stand your job, right? So it was really a 
I would say a kiddish uh, uh, hmm. approach to promote. So they haven't really I discovered. I hope he knows <laughs> this particular individual or somebody is connected. He's laughing throughout. <laughs> Jeevaka is just being Jeevaka. Ah, hi, hi. <laughs> Welcome to the land no. of the living. Um, so, so this particular person has not been discovered, right? Do they know who it is or not really? I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. Ah, they haven't like. They haven't discussed the person. But some HR profession by some. So good so okay. So the 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 particular assignment that was outsourced wasn't an HR assignment, right? It was an HR assignment. Ah, it wasn't HR. Yeah, ah, so that's that's the that's whole. That's the whole thing. Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, okay. See that there is a bit tricky. Yeah. I don't know. Like I'm sure Shatranga must have seen this post around. <laughs> there was some. Um, we are talking about academic academic writing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. My reaction. <laughs> um, anyway, coming back to topic. Um, so, uh, see, there, there's a bit of a problem. So, because I was, when you told me initially, I thought it was like some other, like maybe like business management or finance or something that's yeah, not related yeah. to HR at all that yeah. was outsourced by him. Yeah. I mean, but but even if it was HR, maybe he didn't have the time. Or the exactly. Health, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and it's isn't it like well within his rights to do that? Oh, is it is it illegal? Is it illegal to illegal. outsource assignments? It's not illegal. How is it illegal? It's when when was it made illegal? Or like was it a recent thing or? No, no, just ghost writing. Ghost writing is illegal. See that that's 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 what I wanted to know. Ghost writing is illegal. So if 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 uh, discovered, there's a penalty or there's jail time. <laughs> no, taken off Ah, okay. Interesting. Oh, that is from the, is it a law? the writers. Is it currently a law in the country? It's not a law. So then, how could it be illegal? <coughs> it's like a. It's so you're you're saying it's, it's like an eth ethical issue. By the institute. Yeah, it's, it's, the it's an ethical issue from the institute. Yeah, so it's under the terms and. Ah, okay, okay, no, no, okay, okay. that's not what I wanted to know. Like, um, I wanted to know whether. Can somebody sue a person who is writing? A like so like okay so like initially when we uh, decided to talk on academic writing i thought okay like let me bring out let me think of like the the positives and the negatives yeah. but like at the moment i can't think of any negatives whatsoever so like help me out here. like uh, what are the other negatives that you can think of <laughs> wow, okay like not a single i was supposed to have the positive side then you were supposed to have the negative side <laughs> Um, okay, so negative sides, of course, yes, I do not, uh, for example, okay, again, I'm coming back to a positive side, mm. but then, you know, like, I read this article recently about a, this Kenyan student mm. uh, who has, so in Kenya also, it's just like Sri Lanka, they can't find uh, related jobs they're qualified in, like, for example, if you have done accounts, like, I'm sure there are a lot of um, Sri Lankan Australians as well. If you are an accountant, if you are an accountant by profession, you still can't find a job in accountancy, right? Mm. So likewise, in uh, so but then these people are, you know, like very good writers. They have the knowledge, the theories, and everything. So why not, like you know, share that knowledge with or write for somebody else who does not have time or who has mm. other priorities or who does not know the style of academic writing you know like referencing there's a st there's a particular you know procedure to follow and likewise likewise so uh, these people are very f uh, like you know 
I would say unemployed. So in a mm. other point, other point of view, I would say that it reduces unemployment as well in a certain extent, even mm. though it's not like you know uh, yeah. transparent. But um, from a negative po- point of view, I would say a person would never learn how to do mm. an assignment properly, yeah. like according yeah. to yeah. the yeah. guidelines. Mm. So a person would never learn how to write academically. Yes. Or like you know, like likewise. Or even a person who never really got the necessary theoretical knowledge on a particular subject, like okay, let's take since we brought up HR, let's take HR for example, right? Yeah. Okay, let's say you are doing an HR MBA and uh, you have a set of assignments assigned to you, yeah. and then you are doing an HR uh, degree, and then again you get let's say that's I don't know like do you get assignments for HR degree? Let's say you do, mm-hmm. right? See now s- with the degree and the MBA, I feel like it's two very separate things because like. Uh, for the at the degree level, I think like you said, yeah, you need to like you know like uh, have that level of experience. Like if you are let's say straight out of school or like if you don't have the if you don't have the experience, at least that theoretical knowledge will be important to you, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so like I don't really see a point of outsourcing assignments at that level at the degree level. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, when it comes to MBA. Let's assume we had to assume that the person who's doing the MBA obviously has uh, work experience. And if he didn't, um, I mean, if he if he didn't uh, like apply for the MBA after graduating from uh, after graduating for a particular degree or whatever it is, if he came through just work experience, you have to assume that he has particular knowledge on 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 yeah, on, on yeah, a particular subject, yeah. right? So I mean. Um, so in that case, of course, uh, I don't um, see like a big deal of uh, people outsourcing their assignments in in the MBA level, yeah. um, because I mean two different motives, right? Yeah, I mean you do an MBA so for a completely. What I would say is like if you are like you know attending the lectures, if you know yeah. your theories, if you mm. if you learn your learning mm. throughout the yeah. class or throughout yeah. the course, yeah. then. Uh, I wouldn't see. It, I mean, it, it's it's up to the person, exactly, really, right? Yeah, I mean, if he yeah. wants to learn a particular subject, then yeah. like might as well like you know get the necessary yeah. training. Yeah. Uh, follow the classes probably. You yeah. know, like you, you know, know as make long sure as you have the knowledge. And yeah. I don't see anything too bad about like mm. you know outsourcing the writing only. It's not sure, that, sure. Yeah, but if you're not if you're not just like outsourcing the whole thing, you know, you're not mm. attending lectures, not knowing the whole thing, and yeah. you're just having a qualification, that obviously there's no point and that's, that's something correct. wrong. Really. Correct, correct. Yeah. yeah, so like um, the only place where this would uh, come into light is at, at the office at the end of the day, right? Like yeah. whether, let's, whether you've the done performance a the performance, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Or simply like um, whether you have the experience or not, whether you have the paper qualifications or not, mm. Uh, it's when you actually engage in the particular task or job at work yeah. that it finally comes into light like yeah. how, how how well you know how to do yeah, a, sure. how to execute a particular task right so that's the only place where you actually get to know whether what you've done is right or wrong right yeah, like you said if it was a person who d- did have prior experience or prior knowledge of the particular subject then and if he really didn't have the time and if he didn't really didn't, wasn't bothered about you know undertaking the assignments himself yeah. then I mean I, I don't feel like there's at least personally for me I, I feel like that is a bit justified um, but not in not in the not in the uh, not not in not if you look at the university or the particular yeah. institute obviously for them it's going to be a bad thing yeah, yeah. right um, yeah. uh, because like I said they need to maintain a certain standard and also I mean um, 
but what, what other than that what really is other reason that the university would be like you know completely um, against uh, people outsourcing assignments other than like maintaining that certain stand it's about like he said it's about the but then intellectual then property and, and like you know it's not your own writing it's mm. like you know uh, i mean i completely understand from the institute or the university's perspective it is obviously hmm. i would say it would be illegal right in from their perspective from their yeah. perspective yes yeah, yes illegal yes. yes but from uh, students perspective still it's illegal but from the writers perspective you nobody can like you know yeah yeah so it's a matter of uh, hmm how many minutes now oh cool, cool. so yeah. how please don't ask me to say subscribe and freaking yeah. like and i but we like choshi say this time since you're the host i hate saying that um cool so uh, that was itapam bodu cool so uh, that we we come to the end of our uh, topic this week um so academic writing is it right or wrong so we leave it to our viewers <laughs> so um so like i mentioned earlier at the beginning of the episode so choshini will be our co-host going forward um so we have like an interesting list of topics to talk about and like um uh, an interesting list of guests to bring into our podcast as well um so um so yeah so um join us on our next episode as well uh please subscribe to our channel and uh, like this video so we can bring you other interesting topics in the coming weeks as well um so see you guys soon go <laughs> we did not ask them to comment on the <laughs> yeah, that's why they don't comment anyway <laughs> nobody comments hinal <laughs> boy balla kudu bari ke jara badi gini <laughs>